Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Rick Wood's Writer's Room, the podcast to help all aspiring authors and indie publishers, if that's the route you take, to becoming uh, successful. I am Amazon US number one best-selling author, um, horror author, and a few thrillers, uh, Rick Wood. Uh, I've managed to make a living within 18 months of uh, releasing my first book, and I've managed to do it within the horror genre. So, in case you don't know, about 60-70% of all books that are released are romance. And about 15-20% are thriller, then it keeps going down and down until a very small amount is horror. So to be able to make a living with horror, it's proven very difficult. But, I've managed, and it's getting better, get, getting better every month. Right, this month, uh, so last, last time I, I talked about my marketing plan for my most recent uh, release... This time, I'm going to focus a bit less on the publishing, a bit more on the crafting, on the creating. And my five rules for never getting writer's block. And I never, if ever, very rarely, if ever, get writer's block. Why is that? Because I follow these five rules, I haven't explicitly decided to, but I've tried to figure out for this podcast why why it is I don't get writer's block. And I've tried to come up with something that helps explain that. Um, so... Number one. Rule number one out of five. And this is something that I think pretty much every new or aspiring writer just doesn't get. And I need to hammer it into your head. Your first draft will be crap. And that is okay. People keep on writing a few paragraphs and going, oh, this is rubbish. Oh, I'm no good at this. That's because it's your first draft, dear Wally. It will be rubbish. Every two ver- every paragraph I write in my first paragraph, in my first draft, is rubbish. All of it. Every single bit is rubbish. It isn't about getting it right straight away. It's about creating something you can mould into something better. The best metaphor I've ever heard for it is the first draft is like pouring sand into a sandbox so you can later make sandcastles. I can't remember who said that, but that is, is a brilliant way of putting it. And I've had readers email me stuff and say, I've written this, do you mind telling me if you think it's good enough for me to be a writer? And I've read it and I said, it's alright, need some rewriting. And they're disappointed. I'm like, but, but that's that's fine. That's what the first draft takes. Your first draft will always, always, always be rubbish. It takes me seven, eight drafts, and that's on my 20th novel that I'm working on. Yeah? So that's, that's how many drafts it takes me now. It might take you even more than that on your first few, few novels. When I sent my first ever book to my editor, her first line in her report she sent back to me was, Well done for writing a book. You know that if someone sends you a report that reads for the first line, well done on having a go, you know that that means that's the very little that they are managing to find that's positive in it. But I took all her development feedback and I used that to redraft it. And then I went to a copy editor and then got them to look at it and redrafted all that. And I, I went through that process because the first draft will always be rubbish. Stop worrying about it. Write it and don't look back at it. And never, ever show anyone your first draft. Your first draft is just between you and your computer. Please, please listen to this. If you're trying to write a first book and you keep on thinking, oh no, or if you keep on writing thinking this is rubbish, I don't know what to write. Or even if you're writing something thinking, God, this is rubbish. Why am I writing this? As you're hitting the keys, don't worry. Your first draft 
do it. Get it done. Rule number two that kind of leads on to is momentum. Your first draft, writing a first draft is the most stressful thing for me. When it comes to the next few drafts, I can then start to see it taking shape and getting better. First draft is stressful. And when you sit down and think, God, what do I... When you, when you redraft, you've already got something there to work on. When you sit down and there's a blank page and you think, God, how do I start? That is the worst. If you then leave it a day without writing, then that gets even harder the next time. If you leave it two days, it gets even harder. If you leave it a week, that gets even harder. When I'm writing a first draft... I never leave a day between writing it. Even if I'm really busy one day, it means I can only write one chapter, which is rare. I will stay up late to get that chapter done. Write it and do not lose momentum. Keep going. Keep writing every day. And I will write now about four or 5,000 words in a day, which means in about two weeks, three weeks at most, my first draft will be done. And that's the hard part. That is the hard part done. You need momentum to keep writing. Number three, plan. Now, in case you haven't heard, there is a uh, phrase in the industry as whether you're a planner or a pantser. A pantser is someone who just sits down and writes without planning. A planner is someone who structures it all in detail. I am not telling you to structure it in detail. If you don't need to plan, fair enough. Some, there have been one or two novels. I've just got an idea for a situation. I've just sat down writing it, written it and seen what comes out. But most of the time, I have loads of ideas for what needs to happen. Which means if I don't plan, I'm sitting there down thinking, well, when am I going to make this happen? When's this going to happen? When am I going to put this in? When am I going to put this in? I need to plan it out. And when I've talked to other writers about this, sometimes I've heard them say, oh, yeah, I wrote a whole seven-page synopsis. It didn't really help. Don't write a seven-page synopsis. Plan it out. If you're on the video, if you're on YouTube, I'll point at it now. You can see behind me on my notice board, that is my plan. It is not in detail. What I will do over the two or three months before I begin a first draft, I'll write down on my phone or in a notepad all the ideas I get. Then perhaps a few days before I start the first draft, I'll sit down and I'll watch a movie that's in a similar genre to get me in the mood and I'll burst out onto the page all the things I want to happen. Then I'll take that notebook and that note on my phone and I'll sit down with a load of memo pads and in each memo pad I'll write down a different event I want to happen. Then I'll rearrange those memo pads into an order. That means I have the story. I have not planned out in detail what is going to happen, how the characters are going to react, what they're going to feel at a certain moment, what they're going to say. I've just planned out the story events. Something as simple as they enter this room they have to run out of it because they're chased. This is revealed. And I put them in the order and I pin them on a notice board above my uh, uh, above my desk. That means that when I come to write, a lot of people in the writing first draft sit down and think, God, I haven't got a clue what to write. I don't know what to write. That's a writer's block comes from. All I need to do is look at the memo pad I'm up to, take that down, look at it, and I know where to start. I know what I need to write and I'll get going with that. Even if it's just simple as, they need to walk through a house being scared. All right, that's what I do. That's where I start. That planning means that I never sit down and think I don't know what I'm writing right now. Number four, develop your characters. Either before or after you plan, but definitely, definitely before you write your first draft, develop your characters. If you don't do this, you won't know your characters well enough to write. You need to develop them in detail, enough detail 
that they can write the story for you in a way. You need to really know them. There are some exercises that you can do. First thing I always do for each of my characters is I write down their basic profile, so their name, age, occupation, relationship status. Then I write down what their intelligence is, so what's their education, what's their family background, what do they aspire to do, um, and then I'll go on to the most important things in the story as to what do they want, why do they want it, what is in the way, and how are they going to get it, which is the basis of all stories. Then I'll go deeper, I'll do what's called a roll on the wall. I taught this when I taught GCSE drama. Um, you get you, you get an A4 piece of paper and draw an outline of a person, kind of like a gingerbread man. On the inside, you write down internal characteristics, on the outside, you write down external. So by that I mean on the inside, you write down things that you can't tell by looking at this person. On the outside, you write down things that you can tell. So let's take an example, Harry Potter. On the outside, you might write down um, mischievous, uh, brave, loves his friends. On the inside, you might write down angry, misses his parents, wishes they were alive. Um, and there are sometimes things that are going both the outside and the inside, and that's fine. But you need to fill a page with all these things. And when you're struggling to come up with something else, then no matter, keep going. Keep going. And if you still want to carry on that, I've only done this for one or two characters. I've done a timeline of their life. That's often because my stories are non-linear. I go between a then and now. And I often show parts of someone's life as they're going through it. And so I need to know what parts of their life they have. So I will, I will create a timeline of events for their life. Um, what happens next? Um... Yes, yeah, so I will then have those characters and I will be able to write better. And I'll often come up with an idea for something they could do. That's going to help drive the story as I'm developing them. Um, and then rule five. For creativity to go out, creativity has to go in. Do not isolate yourself from other aspects of creativity. If you're writing a zombie thriller, when you finish writing... In the evening, watch a zombie movie. Watch a zombie series. Watch The Walking Dead. If you're writing a billionaire romance, find a rom-com that fits that and watch it in the evening. Listen to an audiobook while you're in the gym to do with it. Read when you go to bed. Something kind of close to your genre. For your creativity to go out, you need to put all these in. All these things need to go in for you to get it out. And those are the five rules you need to follow when never getting writer's block. I wish you all the best and I will speak to you next week.